Hey guys, welcome back to the Middle Life Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm Maggie. <laughs> you said I was going to pick time. up the slack. <laughs> I figured Every that meant time. you were coming in oh after her. I love uh, this. All right, we, nev- we never have this problem. <laughs> Anytime is fine. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back. Hey, wait, to stop. Nope. Do it and don't inhale. Don't go. <gasps> <gasps> hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> Can we keep that? (laughs) 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 Cut that. All right. You smoking yet? Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Middle Life Podcast. Joining you here is Maggie. Oh, wait, not joining you. Joining you here is Maggie. No, joining me here is (laughs) Maggie. I'm I'm terrible at this stuff. This is why I don't talk ever. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Middle Life Podcast. Hold on. You're screaming it into You're like, hey, God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm not. Jamie does it too. Just hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Welcome hey, back. Y'all. To welcome to the Southern <laughs> po- Southern Life Podcast. The Southern Life Podcast. How you feeling? We're just a big old family, aren't we? <laughs> okay, let's do it. I want to. I want. I want to try this. Go for it. Give it to me. Hey guys, welcome to the Middle Life Podcast. This is Josh here. Jamie. And I'm joined. Oh, dang it! <laughs> you stopped with your Southern drawl. <laughs> dang nabbit, Jamie. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> Whoa! I'm so many southern. I'm so many southern accents. He's getting he's getting <laughs> like deeper and deeper into the south. He's like, hey guys, <laughs> Cletus here. <laughs> hey y'all. Welcome to the Middle Life Podcast. This is Josh. Jamie. Mikey. And Maggie, y'all. Oh, awesome. <laughs> well, we, we went ahead and let our guests do the intro, so thank you, Josh. <laughs> Why? Josh. <laughs> Much obliged. Yeah, I'm sure they say it like that. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Hey, everybody, we have Josh Schmutzer. I pronounced that right. Yes, correctly. You did. Oh, yes, all right. You did. Excellent. Excellent. Finally. We have Josh on the podcast. This We've only been, been talking about him like a lot. Yeah. So it's going to be important. really yeah. easy to remember to He's plug kind of him a big deal. this episode since since we have him on. And uh, Josh, thank you for the beautiful, beautiful intro. We well, appreciate it very much. That guys. was beautiful. Thank yeah. you for having Southern, me. It was like Southern Velvet. Yeah. And, and I think yeah. in, in, in full disclosure, we practiced that intro probably five or six times. And each time, times. each time, if you go back and listen, Jamie got a little more tweaked in yeah, his Southern accent. It was, like it was pretty good. Really it was giving it the gust. Like Giles. You didn't hold back. Though and I appreciated that. Yeah. Was, I really appreciated that. It's <laughs> pretty. It's pretty was nice. So, so Josh, people have heard about you for the last yes. uh, five weeks now on the podcast that you took the pictures for us, which is awesome. So, thank They're you for awesome. doing that. They're and amazing. I want to ask you, um, w- like, how was it working with us? I guess we call it working. You, you shot, you shot right. us all, f- all three of us. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Before I even start, I'm sorry. You don't have to be sorry. <laughs> Honestly, one of my Honestly, probably one of my favorite shoots I've done so far, um, and I really enjoyed it. So, a lot of fun, and I I'm glad there was like this there was this laxed feel, where it took a few minutes took, though. Yeah, it took a yeah. little bit. I, I mean, it takes me a couple minutes every time, a couple shoots even mm-hmm. right, every time to actually get into my rhythm, find my groove, and that's also what I find with clients. Also, that yeah. it takes them that 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 little time to just. All right, I'm doing a photo shoot. Yeah, right. I can relax. It's just it's just pictures. It's yeah. just me and the camera. Right. So, 
Um, but it was a ton of fun working with you guys, and I was super happy with the outcome. I was too. Sounds yeah. like you guys yeah. are yeah. very, very much so. Yeah. So your playlist that uh, always slightly goes toward the slow jams uh, randomly was a was that a was help the too. best part. Yeah. yeah, that was really good. The yeah. it was it was bedroom music. Yeah, bedroom music. And I don't huh? think he meant for it to be nope. bedroom music. That is my like <laughs> chill music. That's my ride around town music. That's my study music. So basically, now it's been tainted. So basically, forever. <laughs> your, your your life soundtrack is is slow rock bedroom jams. I mean, I, I never saw it as that. I guess to each his own is really an applicable uh, statement uh, here. That's really good. I like it. So uh, which one of us was uh, the biggest diva? Was there a diva? Um, oh, it's okay. You can be honest here. I think it's you. Was it me? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even, I don't know that it was so much a diva thing. It was just like, I could tell you were overthinking it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to get you to just relax. Just Yeah. Mm-hmm. You did tell me that you mm-hmm. wish that you could plug a beer into me or something like yes. that. Which, which we went ahead and did tonight before we got started. Yes. So now it's not even a problem. Yeah. Hopefully. Next time we'll get nice and <laughs> yeah, well, n- nice and schlogged yeah, up nice before we get underway. Yeah. So <laughs> as long as you can stand up straight, <laughs> that's awesome. Josh, you did an amazing job. Where can people locate you socially yes. online? Um, so thank you. Um, they can find me on Instagram at Josh Mutzer Photography. That is just terrible to try and spell. So you can find it at the Middle Life Podcast. They've plugged right. me a ton. We'll yeah. put it in the link for the episode description, like yes. we always do. And then you can also find me at thejoshuajournal.com forward slash portfolio to see some of my work. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome. Well, I've already looked at those things, and I like them. So, yeah. again, we still, Thank as Maggie said, like, twice now or three times, like, uh, we need to plan a family shoot. Yes. yes. We do. Anyways, it'll be good. But, Josh, we had you intro with a southern drawl yes. for us. Uh, so, we're gonna. S- I was just going to get into, like, how do we know Josh? How do we yeah, meet Josh? Yeah. Josh is probably, at least for me, probably like my newest, I would say, friend in my social circle um, and uh, that I interact with regularly. And, Josh, you hail from the great state of Georgia. As, oh. as Jamie has mentioned, I'm you a peach. are You're a peach. peach. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Josh, you came all the way from Georgia. To I, I totally probably didn't even uh, accent Jar- that correctly. It's okay. I really Jar- don't like Jar- Jar- accents. <laughs> to, <laughs> to Oregon. Um, no. no <laughs> hey, not. actually, did 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 you did you pronounce the state name correctly before you Oregon, moved here? Oregon all day, every day. Okay. Oh, good. Kid. That's good. good. A lot of people Oregon. don't. That's do really but did you guys say hear. Washington? No. 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 Only no. people in Washington say Washington. That's yeah. Right. My dad yeah. said Washington. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. grandfather, who's too. from Michigan, said Oregon every time yeah. I told him that I was moving. And I was like, I was cringing. And yeah. I'm like, I don't even live there yet. But yeah. I'm like, just stop. Make yeah. it stop. It tends to be more Midwest people yeah. that, that do it that way. Yeah. Or the Willamette. Yeah, the Willam- Willamette. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard Willamette, too. So, so you just became a resident of Oregon about how long ago? I guess it's been like a month and a half now. Jeez. So, so. in in that month and a half time frame, because uh, we always, I mean, we've all lived here our entire lives yeah. virtually. So being an out of stater and moving into Oregon, uh, is as far as anything like just general, like culturally, let's say that you notice it's just a, like a big shift from where you're from that you could pinpoint. I know I'm putting you on the spot here. No, no. Um, culturally, I would say. Forest Grove in general is pretty similar to where I'm from as far as the people. They're nice. They're welcoming because it's like one of those smaller, smaller towns. Mm. Right. And where I'm from, I'm from just outside of Atlanta. And you can go outside of Atlanta and quickly get to a rural town still, believe it or not. And um, so it was. it's pretty pretty similar in that regard. Right. And when you hold a position I hold as a youth pastor, mm-hmm. it, you know, people tend to be somewhat nice. Well, um, that's nice. But yeah, culturally, 
it's uh, a little bit more liberal. Yeah, I guess you could say um, less conservative, well, not just politically, just just views, not yeah, even yeah. trying to bring politics into it, but just views in general on things tend to be more open and mm-hmm. open minded about things. Very yeah. cool. Have you tried anything new a food beverage wise here that you hadn't tried before or mm. anything stick out to you as like a that's everywhere here and it's not really there? The plethora of beer is nice and coffee. Uh-huh. Yes, there's got plenty of those things. Yeah. yeah. Beer and coffee and on every and corner. And they're good beer, here. Yeah, craft yeah. beer and, and good coffee make the heart happy. Yeah, uh-huh. Everyone's making Amen. something out of their garage here. Yep. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I haven't had any of that yet. <laughs> yeah. What you just, you actually did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right when we started this episode, <laughs> yeah. we gave, so we gave Josh <laughs> a beer, a beer that <laughs> Jamie and I made, but we made it like a year ago and probably about four oh, months man. ago, Jamie. It peaked. It was good about yeah. four, four or five months ago. And then I just tried to break out another bottle of it, a 22 and give Josh some and, and all four of us it had it. It was not good. It, 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 it was not it good. It passed its expiration at some point. So yeah. there's yeah. your first, first and price. last homebrew. So another thing in the South is no matter what you're given at a guest home, you, you you just smile and you consume. <laughs> oh, just, that's why you're being so kind. Yeah. He's, he's like, he's like drinking. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's great. How many, it's got alcohol in it, right? <laughs> How many homes was that beer in while it was brewing? Because uh, I was in mid move when we brewed it. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. I, we, yeah. We brewed it. We Probably brewed three. it at, at at a duplex to which it moved into. I think my house and then into your new house and then it came to my new house. Is where it finally resided. Yeah. So, so it's four. it's you know we should have named that after some like traveling term. Yeah, it's a traveling yeah. beer. But anyway, made it the, yeah. the vagabond the tra- brew. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's a Va- vagabond oh. ale. Where were you a year ago? Yeah. I know. <laughs> Seriously, oh. I know. The brotherhood of the traveling ale. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, Josh, I was going to bring this up because I thought it was interesting. So, uh, you, without giving away your exact age, we don't want to tell everybody everything about us. But you are about like a decade younger than I am. Um, really? Yes, mm-hmm. you are. I didn't know that. <coughs> you didn't? No. no. Okay. So the old age is just a number. Aww. There you go. Just take that as a compliment. I will. I'm going to take that as a yeah. compliment. So <coughs> I was going to say, Josh, you are probably m- the youngest person in my cir- my direct circle of uh, what I would call friends, peers. Uh, and so I, I, w- I was thinking about that. Okay, that's really interesting because. Um, because I do, I consider you a peer, yet yet you're ten years younger than I am. So if we were to back up ten years ago from right now, I was I was what we would call in the middle life, which I still am. But you were like in early high school, probably yeah. or something like that, right? Probably and freshman. so, so at that point, we probably wouldn't have been friends. Probably wouldn't have hung out. But now uh, we are able to. And I, again, I consider you a peer. But at your age, I also there's other people I know at that same age that I don't consider peers. And so I thought it would just as far as. This whole notion of, of age gaps and is it is it really you know age is it is it maturity is it you know what 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 relevancy. is it th- that, that that defines yeah and relevancy mm-hmm. um, to where to where we can interact on like a on a truly a peer level and kind of I really actually take age out of the equation even though I just put it in the equation um, but what do you guys think like helps to bridge that gap is it is it age is it maturity what do you think the primary factor is in, in being able to consider someone so much younger than you like appear to you um, it's tough because like I'm noticing that we're um, I mean our interactions too like we have some people I mean we have one person specifically on the worship team that I think we get along with really well and when you think about it 30 years ago mm-hmm. like when he was when he was my age, yeah, I was not born, right. But we get along on a peer level so mm-hmm. well that you know when that was a big awakening for me, where I'm like, wow, we're actually like, you know, on the same level. Right. Like I don't have that superiority feeling. Yeah, sure. So I 
I do feel like it's it, it has a lot more to do with your personal like you know how adulted are you yeah. <laughs> mindset um, versus just age in general. I think you mentioned it too in another podcast how um, social media has really closed those those age gaps. Yeah. yeah. Because I feel like even ten years ago somebody that was 10 years older than me like would not have been able to relate to where I am mm-hmm. as far as just you know um that time I guess yeah. I don't I can't really explain we're, what I mean by that but we're exposed to the same culture that anyone <laughs> in high school currently is exposed to yeah. Yeah. I think so I, I do feel like we're able to stay a bit more relevant and that's yeah. only compounding as time goes on yeah so yeah, yeah absolutely yeah I definitely feel like we're all we're all on the same platforms mm-hmm. so it's it's easier to understand each other yeah. a little bit more because we see what's going on and I think for me, even prior to social media being a big thing for me, it was just what I've encountered is maturity. Right. Because mm-hmm. um, I've always, I've. It's funny you say that. It's exactly ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had two other friends, uh, and they're still friends, um, that are exactly ten years older than me. Yeah. And so, and it's just, it's casual. It's, it's not anything forced. It was just we. We got together and we we vibed and mm-hmm. we got along with one another yeah. and we were friends and so I think for the younger person usually in the generation it's a it's a or excuse me the younger person in the relationship it's a maturity thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I've always mm-hmm. been called ma- more mature than my age and so I've gotten along with people older than my age right yeah yeah, yeah that's true well, I will oh go ahead James. no and I uh, you know being like being connected to like jason and you like i now have because i work at the high school like i have kids coming up to me now that have seen me on the worship team and they come and introduce themselves to me and they're like hey jamie how are you you know how are you doing blah blah, blah. i'm like right. you're like further ahead than i am because i try to avoid like people like the plague sometimes <laughs> and these kids are coming up to me like very professional very nice like hey jamie how's it going like how are you doing yeah and i'm like good Bye. You're trying to like learn. <laughs> you're trying to learn how to handle celebrity status. Exactly. Like I, I text Jason pretty often. I'm like, how do you handle this? Because like, I go out in the public with him all the time, and like, you know, he has like hordes of teenagers like coming. Hey, how's it going? What's up? You know? And I'm like, dude, you're really famous. And this is specifically because Jason also was a youth pastor and hung out with youth a lot. That's yeah. why yeah. they flock around him and, yeah. and hoard him. I thought you were going to say yes. something along the lines of. That's Mr. Jamie to you. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Seriously. Whippersnapper. So yeah, I think that I think that, that that age gap though, it closes over the years, right? Because when I was, let's say, twenty, the age that I viewed as like old was probably like, I don't know, forty, forty five, something like that. And now that I'm in my well into my thirties, it's like I look at like Jamie, you mentioned like I look at someone who's like sixty years old and I go, you know what? Like that doesn't feel that old to me. Like I can still yeah. chill with that person and hang with that yeah. person and it, it can be fine. Yeah. And I think everybody advances that level obviously differently mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah. just depending on their own maturity level. But that's kind of where I was saying like the older you get, obviously that age gap just shrinks and shrinks and shrinks. Yeah. It feels yeah. like anyway. I, yeah. I, I kind of <coughs> came to this realization uh, the other day where I, I thought about it and I'm like, you know, it, it really means more like how someone kind of, takes care of themselves like both mentally and physically as as far as how they age like there are people in their 60s that i'm like dude you're i didn't realize you were that old yeah Yeah. like you're you're staying relevant you listen to popular music you know what's up Mm -hmm. and you can still you can you know probably run further and faster than me (laughs) so it's like you know i think it has a lot to do with your mindset as to how old you are life goals Yeah. yeah run faster than you exactly when you're 60 that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting though, like going going through time, like you look back in the 90s and this kind of stuff w- would have been harder to come by. 
in the nineties because, Mm -hmm. because of like the technology and because of, you know, that kind of, I just feel like the culture has changed Mm -hmm. Yeah. because of, because of social media. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think the, again, just bringing it back to maturity, like there's, there's people that are my age that I would not hang out with just because (laughs) their maturity level is not there. Yeah. Um, but there are people who are younger who have even greater maturity that I hang out with. Mm -hmm. So I think all these things combined are certainly factors into this, um, into this relationship thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So Josh, by the way, when I, when I first met you, which was probably like, I don't know, five or six months ago, something like that. Um, I will say just if, cause I always think this is interesting to figure out what people's first impressions were of me and what mine were of other people. Mm. So when I first saw you, I, I pegged you as a, what I would call a huggy guy. Like, yeah. like you seem like a, like a dude that a enjoys the bro hug. Did I, I peg you fairly correctly? Oh, you pegged me spot on. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually honored that you pegged me as such yeah. because I love hugs, whether they're bro hugs or just any kind of hugs. Any kind of love them. Or awkward handshakes. Is there, is there anyone around this table that is not a hugger by nature? I don't I'm go, not. I don't go in for the hug. I don't. Yeah. I don't automatically think that that's like. I can attest to that. An okay thing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I kind of wait. I like you know. If you open up, then I'll be like, all right. So I don't like. I don't not like right. it. I'm cool with right. it. Yeah. But um. Yeah. I just. I think that I have like. I have. I have this social awareness in myself where I'm like, probably they don't want to do that. Like that's right. my first thought that comes to mind. Right. So I'm not gonna open with a hug. Um, sure. I usually go for like high you're five not the or initiator. Something. Well, yeah, I, I'll say that. I mean, Jamie, Jamie, you and I have been, I mean, super close friends for for over ten years now, and it's probably even only in the last, I would say, few years that that we now regularly and routinely hug each other. Generally, at some point of the intro or the exit of a of an interaction. Yeah, you know? yeah, and I mean, that's not to say like, I mean, we've always had. Well, no, we've always, we've always had feelings for each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't no, seen deep, either of you deep-rooted. like. <laughs> I haven't seen you guys like in and like a prolonged tender embrace ever mm. well you remember the okay I'm so here there to break that there, <laughs> <laughs> there was a time uh a long long time ago maggie left the room and mikey and i were together Uh-oh. and i was like i was like dude we should we should do something really creepy for when she comes back and so he had grapes Woo-woo. and so mikey took his shirt off and then he starts peeling grapes and i'm like sitting there with my mouth open he's feeding me grapes when she comes back into the room were you I playing any slow that. jam I bedroom music <laughs> <laughs> Josh's soundtrack was playing. Yeah. Um, oh, dude, I forgot about that scar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that wasn't man. a scar. It's a memory. It's a personal memory. No. Uh, well, I was wondering though, like, like I, because I'm thinking about like, okay, you and I, like, let's say we start hugging in the last few years, or Josh is a mm. is a huggy guy. I think I'm a huggy guy. Like, um, not to be confused with diapers. Anyways, <laughs> um, but someday, by. yeah, right. Um, but I wonder if that. Do you think that has more to do with just just the, uh, like just us as people, or is that a church culture thing and i was mm. curious about that the hugging the especially the gentleman hugging portion guys mm. hugging guys yeah. do you find that to be more of an, uh, a bread into church culture thing or do you think more no. society at large is is a there is huggy do you, a mean, large, do you mean for men in general yeah do you think oh. there's a large sect of of huggy men mm. outside of church culture it's definitely a, it's definitely a church thing because there's a lot of yeah. hugs that happen I at think church it might be yeah. more prominent to church yeah. culture, yeah. yeah, but I don't know if it's you know exclusive. Stri- yeah, exclusive because I think it's a just a culture mm. thing. Yeah. Right. Depending on your community, depending on where you grew up. I yeah. mean, if you go down, I've lived in all over the world, and if you go down to Puerto Rico, I mean, they hug and kiss like yeah. men hug and kiss, no yeah. matter yeah. if you Absolutely. go to church or all not. It's, it's just a greeting. Yeah, yeah. And so, like I was mentioning earlier, I grew up in that multicultural setting where hugging just kind of 
was a part of everyone's culture it seemed and mm-hmm. whether you were went to a church or not right. you you just hugged yeah yeah i think i started mm-hmm. hugging a bit more because of church like yeah church yeah church especially culture, when we started yeah. like for me with with the church we go to now like yeah. i a lot of huggy dudes. i i, I didn't notice a lot of huggers yeah i didn't notice there was a culture change I and it was it. it was semi uncomfortable for me at first yeah. like mm-hmm. not knowing how to process it maybe or just being like thrown right. on guard a little bit um because the, the church that we were all at before that wasn't that wasn't the culture. Oh, that there was a the couple thing. huggy people, but not overly. Yeah, not yeah. overly. So, so yeah, I I know for me, like, <laughs> a lot of it is because of family too. Because yeah. I am not, I'm actually not a hugger by nature. And all my friends listening right now, who I do hug probably on a regular basis, right. are like, wait, what? But like, I have to, for- I've had to force myself to to be a hugger, and it's yeah. it's something that I have to consciously do mm-hmm. because people. People are drawn to people who want to hug you. I don't know. It's dif- no. it's different. And I mean, I've, I've had to be I cognizant still, of that. I still so. feel like, yeah, I still feel like I have a little bit of a bubble, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm yeah, going to hug you. I'm going to hug you. Yeah, yeah. There have been a couple times where, like, our friend Violet will, like, she, she you, is Violet. a hugger, and she will, like, she, she'll come to me, you know, for a hug, and I'm not expecting it, and, like, I don't go in also, and then I feel really bad about it. Like, after, <laughs> like, I'm like, I oh, should have. So now I'm, I'm trying to think, you know, I have to think oh, about fine. it. Yeah. It's coming. <laughs> I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think but no, it's that's, everyone too. That's also though kind of in a church culture thing is not even just like guys hugging guys. But if you're, if you're a guy that's not a hugger and you go into a situation where let's say there's a lot of like female huggers, cause that's the same thing at church too. There's that whole, like you're trying to wrap your brain around like, okay, I'm, I'm hugging someone that I'm not, I, you know, I'm friends with, but I'm, and you kind of got to, you kind of got to like get that. It's, I, it's cool because it breaks barriers because it, 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 it takes away that like, Oh, we can't hug because that's weird. Physical like, contact, yeah. it's, it's and that's why I force myself hug. to. But yeah. like, <laughs> the <laughs> sa- but we, but it's true. Yeah. There's, the safe hug. There is a hug that's like inappropriate. Like this is how you should hug it, somebody. It's a community culture thing too, though. Yeah. Like we, yeah. we're not used to that. We're not used to the community culture thing to yeah. the extent that we're involved now. Yeah. I mean, like the first time that I got prayed over, um, just the act of someone putting their hand on me and yeah. kind of like rubbing my mm. back and like praying over me. I, I, the whole time, I mean, I was not in prayer because I'm processing, like, Someone's I've never, yeah, I've yeah. never had someone do yeah. this for I me. I know before. who did yeah. that. The anyway. only time we touch people and pray <laughs> over them is if they're going on a big trip and the whole church gathers around and it's announced. You to, know, it's to, like, uh, everyone to come over and yeah, pray now. a hedge of protection over them. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it was a thing where I'm like, oh, like, yeah. this is cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. why yeah. aren't we doing this? And so it's, it's been nice. It's something that like you don't realize is missing out of your life mm-hmm. until you have it. And that may even be a culture thing between, you know, not necessarily East Coast, West Coast, but Pacific Northwest and South. Yeah. Is that was absolutely, I mean, I can be five years old and someone's laying their hand right. on me to pray for me. And I yeah. this is this is normal. Right. Yeah. And yeah. especially, I mean, I grew up in a charismatic Pentecostal background. So it it was... I mean, that's just, yeah. that's, that's the least of, of our worries. Right. Yeah. T- t- yeah, yeah. Touch is a normal part of interacting <laughs> yeah. with, interacting and with. Maybe it, yeah. And maybe you're right. Maybe it is like definitely a cultural dif- difference here. Because yeah, subcultures are real. Yeah, it's, but I think a lot of it for me, it was, you know, I married into a very huggy family. Like yeah. everybody, and it's not even like, and, and I don't know. It's, it's almost like you can't leave until you hug everybody it's mm-hmm. it's it's the closer which it's the closer to an interaction which at, yeah. I, it kind of drives me crazy because sometimes i wish i could just be like bye and like you know yeah but it's it's i never used to be a, a hugger in mm-hmm. my family like i just i would you know i would i'm just i'm not a very huggy yeah. person so marrying into your family was mm-hmm. like 
okay, like they're all <laughs> hugging me. Like, and I can't leave until I hug them or else I it's look like I'm not nice. It, so, yeah, it's something that I have to keep in mind too. Like I grew up, very, I mean, in a very similar way of like, but my, my family didn't show a lot of love either. There wasn't a lot of mm. that physical contact or me and my dad never said, I love you to each other until a school counselor told him to. And then it never happened again. So that was like fourth grade that the yeah. school counselor told him to, to say, I love you. And then it never happened again until one year ago when I was about to leave. And I said, love you guys, which I've always just said, love you guys. And he said, I love you too. And I stopped dead in my tracks. <laughs> like I was about to open the front door and I'm like, is my dad dying? Oh, <laughs> like, no. Does he have something to tell like, me? Yeah. I'm like, oh, what's happening? Goodness. So because it just caught me so off guard. You know, and yeah. almost like almost tears in my eyes. Like I've never heard him say that. So yeah. not to say like I was like abused or anything like that, but just love wasn't openly yeah, yeah. shared. You right. just knew it. You, you should know that you're loved by your dad. He yeah. shouldn't have to tell you it. So it's something that like I have to be cognizant of, like right. going to this next chapter of my life yeah. where I need to be like, you know, not have that barrier. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And and I would even say conscious effort. Yeah. And I would even say almost, you know, bouncing off that, that. I value hugs more because I didn't get them from my dad mm-hmm. that often. Mm-hmm. And I think that's even why physical touch is like one of, you know, if you've ever heard the love languages turn, that's one of my love languages. Yeah. That's like one of my top ones, actually. Mm-hmm. So having that physical touch is actually something I value. And right. I think it's because I didn't get yeah. get it earlier or get as much as I wanted or sure. needed. That's the same thing. My life. Same thing yeah. with me with like mine's words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. That's and me. So that's, that's my me. second one. Yeah. And so that's like, because one, yeah. I didn't, I never got that like at a boy or, yeah. a good, you yeah. know, like I was at my soccer practices alone. I was sure. at, you know, baseball games alone. So there was never that like, good job today. It was just, you know, and right. so I kind of feed off that a little bit. Yeah. It's like, I look for that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And that works for you. You married a, a, a woman yeah. that I think gives out words of affirmation. She's so. well, and oh. she's extremely, yeah. She, she'll like lay on top of me all the time. Like she, <laughs> she's, she wants to like just be attached all right. the time. Yeah. So she, yeah, that physical contact thing is like, right. that yeah. is definitely, and, and I have and a gifts. bubble and she's I have a, a bubble and giver. I know like Maggie, like you have a bubble too. So uh-huh. like, we're both like, you know, we talk like we don't cuddle with our significant others right. like yep. as I much as they Dan, wish. Like Danielle and I are much more similar in in the roles of of our marriages than and making and, and Jamie. Jamie are I'm like, like it's similar. hot and it's sticky and yes. don't touch me. Yes, I'm like I'm gonna sleep now. Don't breathe on me, please. <laughs> I am fine cuddling like during a movie. Like yeah. I think that's that's nice. Oh, but like, please, please don't like get your like stickiness on me while yeah. I'm. Like if there's ever a moment she doesn't want to cuddle, I'm just around the corner. I know. <laughs> I'm. I can't wait. So. I can't wait. Like you've already planned it out in your mind. Like. I'm the guy that we were all talking about a dudes trip together, but now I'm second guessing. <laughs> I'm the guy that own used to own a tank top that had a teddy bear on it that was dressed as a thug, and it said "Hug Life" across the top. Aww. I, Where'd you get that? That's adorable. I think I got it at like Target or something. Uh, I need that. Aww. Yeah. Hug and Life. Yeah, I was living the hug life, and I think one of our friends, Morgan. Mm-hmm. Still owns it. It was. Nice. Does she really? She's going to be so excited that you dropped her yeah. name. No, she will. If you're listening, she's gonna be so I want to see the shirt. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she still owns it. If not, just I'm going to I'm gonna guess time. she probably yeah. just gasped because her name got dropped on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's probably dying right good. now. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you she's just <laughs> laughing. That's right. And she's going to send me a text right after. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, there you go, Morgan. You made the podcast. So, hey, Morgan. So. I'm glad I pegged you correctly with the hug thing. I feel confident Spot about on. my judge of character. So that is a good thing. But I'm going to move in uh, 
Josh was if you di- you didn't listen to season one, but I'm known for bad transitions, so I just sometimes I don't even try. You transition. I'm gonna transition. Uh, that so I I've shown you guys already, but I got a tattoo today, another one. I think it's like number seven mm-hmm. or yeah. something like that. I know your arm looks like leftovers. It's it's all it's all yeah. <laughs> it looks what is it, it looks like a meat pack, it's right? Nice like and a fresh, ground though. beef meat pack. Anyway, but it's kind of swollen. Yeah, it is a little bit swollen. It is swollen. Puffy. Well, it's because swollen, super swollen. It is. Anyways, it's wrapped in saran wrap right now. It looks like leftovers. Like you got a chicken tender attached <laughs> to the side of your arm. <laughs> but but I went I went out today with the, with a friend. We'll also do another name drop. My my our friend Matt uh, went out with him today, and we got um, matching tattoos. Actually, just to kind of symbolize. Bro um, I know bro twos, uh Symbolize just you know what's been going on in our lives over the last year and and stuff like that. We've walked through a lot of stuff together, and, and it's been a good growth thing. So love you, Matt. Um, well, I I'm curious. I mean, just on the topic of of tattoos, and I can't remember if we've talked about this before or not, but I just think it's interesting. So most of us around the table have tattoos. All of us around the table uh, like them or, or, or want to have them or have more of them. But my question is, why? Why Why do you get tattoos? Mm. What's the allure to tattoos, um, you know, that, that sort of thing? So is, it, think, is that a trend? I think for me, it, it's it's one more thing that makes me unique from everybody else. Okay. Like, even though, like, everybody else has tattoos. <laughs> but you're getting basically someone's artwork on your body. Like, I think that's really rad. Like, you're, right. you have something that's one of a kind that nobody else has. I mm-hmm. think that's really cool. I think it is, too. Well, and it, and it shows your personality because most of the stuff, yeah, you it, generally it, it, pick yeah. what you want to put on you. And, 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 it, and, it, and, it, and it, yeah, it, it dives deeper into, like, who you are and mm-hmm. what matters to you. Yeah. Right. And sometimes you just like certain things. That yeah, <laughs> I love them. For me, they are, all the ones I have thus far are ones that, they're like things I've learned. They're seasons of life I've I've walked through, right. mm-hmm. or things the Lord has taught me, or is c- still teaching me. Mm-hmm. Um, they all have for me. They all have to have a meaning, right. and so yep. um, and in that, they're also you know tattoos tend to be conversation starters. Right. So I get yes. to tell people about those seasons of life I walked through mm-hmm. and what I've learned and what I've been through and what I've gone. And so there's also kind of that communal aspect mm-hmm. to them as well for me. Right. Absolutely. Agreed. Yeah. I'm a pure canvas. You are. Jamie though well, has anything. has tattoos in the works and you do want to get them. We just yeah. haven't. Why haven't you jumped on the on the on the bandwagon? I'm too yet? budget friendly. Oh. Okay. To be completely oh, honest, man. like I'm so practical that I'm like, well, I really want to do that, but it's true. And Jamie wants to like his first tattoo from what I understand, like or at least what you've talked about for years is you want to get something that's like the size of like a serving platter. I've over I've overplanned. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I've I've I have spent so much time that like at least I know exactly what I want, and yeah. I, I'm, right. I'm 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 very much like I I want one piece to take over a a part of my body. Yeah, you're I, going all in. Yeah, I'm not. Um, I don't want to have random things. Right. Um, it looks cool on a lot of people, but with me, just the way my brain works, if it's not going to be a cohesive one unit, it's right. going to go home. insane. Yeah. Yep. And so like, yeah, I've got one piece for my whole back that I want. I've got one right. thing for this arm, you know, um, that was my first tattoo though. My first one yeah. is, is huge and it takes up a third of my back. Yeah. And right. it was really, really shockingly painful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting it and, to and, hurt that bad, but and, and the only thing that I'm, I'm w- glad I did it that way. Yeah, the only thing I'm working out in my mind right now is because I do have like ideas for my arms, but do I want to even out everything and have one here and one here, or do I want to focus on one arm 
and leave the other one and or will I feel unbalanced? There's not there's not a wrong just answer though. Just I know. Go for yeah. it. I know. I don't know. Isn't it, it, the whole it you do you thing? Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> but it is it is interesting even within so let's say we have a group of of you know people that that there's still maybe a social stigma out there against tattoos or not much of one probably anymore. I think widely culturally at least in our area. Is, at least yes. in this area, it's pretty acceptable. It's very, very acceptable yeah. um, That's here. another subculture thing in the South. Is what is what tattoos? Are, what um, what is especially the, in church culture? Yeah. So it's be, like you said, it's becoming more widely acceptable mm-hmm. across the board. I think right mm-hmm. um, in the U.S. So, but in the South, especially when you're when you call yourself a pastor and you get right. on stage mm-hmm. and you have three tattoos showing right they're like what you didn't treat your body like a temple yeah. oh yeah <laughs> and no. then i'm like oh yeah and all of these point back to the things god has taught me yes. oh i right. yes i got um i got a, a bunch of stuff from uh actually the first the church that we used to go to but way back in the day um when i first started going i had black and blonde hair mm-hmm. and walking in i had a little old lady come up to me she's like why would you do that to yourself <laughs> like <laughs> and, and i'm like I think I was still kind of oh, a jerk. Jamie. Oh, I mean, more of a jerk than I God currently am. Because I think I said like, oh. I think I think I literally said something along the lines of, "Well, ma'am, not to be rude, I think you're on in years, and I believe your hair is probably not naturally red anymore." <laughs> <laughs> I believe you're on in years. Something yes. like that. Like I was trying to be nice, but also crass at the same time. <laughs> and uh, she just kind of huffed and like walked oh, off. Snap. And I don't even yeah, they don't like it when you throw it back in their face. Oh, no, but no. It, yeah, and it, it was just it was kind of that double standard. Glass yeah. houses, like, lady. Oh. How many how many women in church yeah. that say they don't For like sure. a man yeah. to dye their hair? Right. Dye their hair. For yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I was I was I was thinking kind of the kind of the same along those same lines. And I was also thinking it was really interesting just as we sat around and talked about even though all of us like like tattoos and maybe you said like it represents, you know, who you are as a certain way. Like we have Jamie who's like, I want I want big pieces and I want the whole thing to make a cohesive sense. And then there's me that's like, I, I don't mind individual pieces, but I want them all on this right arm. Yeah. Or there's, you know, uh, Josh, you, you have them, you have them on different parts mm-hmm. of your body. They're, yeah. they're, they're, you know, all over the place and it's kind of just, you know, a canvas and, and I mean, Maggie, you know, you have a lobster on your arm just because you wanted one. You, you know, know, that, and <laughs> that happened. That happened. And, but I mean, it, really even, well even within that, yeah, yeah. I like it's it. It's a fantastic but, um, uh, Anyway, it really <laughs> is nice. Afar. So it's, it's, my, it's my one. It's a 20 foot lobster. Okay. <laughs> 20 feet away. It looks great. Okay. Anyway. Should I explain the lobster really quick? Yeah, sure. If you want to. So we were on, um, we were on our anniversary and one year ago, it, last year it was our anniversary. And, um, and we had just gotten um, rid of the kids for the whole week. And we're like, what do we do with this free time? Mm-hmm. And we're like, let's call somebody to get a tattoo. Like, same right day, now. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, within the next half hour. I did the same thing when and I was in Barcelona. So we found, <laughs> we found, we found a guy. and it, A local guy. And, yeah, it was just. Uh, it was, you know, I, I think I'm the kind of person. I don't, I don't want to frustrate the artist. Oh, and man. so there's part of me that's like, oh, you know, like. Okay, you know, like I, I have this very specific su- suggestion of this lobster that I wanted that was really graphic looking and really heavy mm-hmm. lines and it was really rad and really even and mm-hmm. and crisp looking. <laughs> and then so this guy was like, you know, oh well, let's let's expand on that and like kind of kind of make it more blah blah blah. And I was like, all right, you know, yeah. like I'm I'll keep <laughs> okay, my mind cool, open. But can you just do what I want? Yeah, like um, <laughs> yeah. okay, because I, I I wanted to give it a shot, you know, and yeah, and so. He came up with this really cool thing, and it actually looked really rad when it was first done. But you know, as it's fading, it's just—it's not exactly what I wanted. And I think—I think I—I—I 
I think I told myself that I like it, yeah. mm-hmm. but now looking back, I'm like, oh. I still think it's really cool. And but, I, but, but the th- cool I, thing about it though yeah. is that at the time I got it, because I didn't have a reason. I'm just like, I just think lobsters are cool. I yeah. just yeah. think I think it'd be cool to have just a random lobster on my arm. And um and actually it was Jason and Violet that were like, hey, you guys, you're you're kind of going through like a new phase of your life right now. Like mm-hmm. you're going through a change and all this kind of stuff and. And so they're like lobsters in order to grow, they have to shed their, their shell mm-hmm. in order to grow. Yeah. And so they're like, you're kind of like a lobster. That's, that's a lot better of a reason to get it or a symbolism <laughs> yeah. of having it. Yeah. Other, other than, that's other than what, what the, the tattoo. I really like cheddar yeah. bay no, no, biscuits. No, no, no. The, ta- the tattoo artist <laughs> was like, when people ask you why you got a lobster, just say it's because you didn't want crabs. Yeah, because you didn't want like crabs. <laughs> but, but, but to, to, to the credit of the, yeah. the artist, the other artist <laughs> that worked with him has since told you that that's probably the best thing they've ever seen that artist do. Yeah, yeah, lobster, yeah. So, so like, so I guess that's, and you know. a compliment? But I think. I'll probably get it. Yeah. But you can get it freshened up. I'm gonna somebody. get it cleaned up. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a clean up. But it's not it's not the worst tattoo ever. But it's no. not it's probably my my one but like pulse tattoo. In a good way. I think it yeah. leads into another another question. Though, like like have have you or would you ever get a cheap tattoo? Because the artist that we went to had was really reasonably priced. You know that sort of yeah. thing. And I know other people that are like, man, I got this tattoo done. And I got it done for my friend, and it was only thirty bucks an hour. You know, or yeah. something like that. And I think that's a stigma around tattoos. Is like, what a waste of money. Yeah. You spent a hundred and seventy-five dollars an hour on a tattoo artist. I think it just depends on what they're what they can do. Like if they yeah. can if they can draw something for you and set it in front of you and say this is this is what I can do. Right. And it's good. Then like regardless of the price, like. It is what it is. Yeah. If you want it, it's good. But you generally pay more for a better quality. Absolutely. Artist. I so think I think you and I have both learned that that taking the time to research an artist mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and go a little go Google a little goes more a long with way the money. For a yeah. yeah. And go and you know spend a little more right. than you probably want to, but in the long run, it, all my favorite tattoos were not cheap. Right. Yeah. They were not yeah. cheap. And I think my I mean my thing is is going to be on your body for the rest of your life. Yeah. And you're either going to get it covered up. Or removed, if not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And neither one of those are, are, cheap. are cheap. Yeah. yeah. You still, you're you're going to have to pay right. more money. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm willing to go that extra mile and pay a little bit more to have that assurance that I'm getting a good quality artist. I'm yeah. getting right. everything is lined up and it's going to look the way I want yeah. it to. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it's one of those things you get what you pay for. I right. Think. Yeah. I think in Absolutely. most circles, you get it's what you that's absolutely yeah. true. Well, in 20 years down the road, that $200, you extra $200 you spend right. is not going right. to Well, and that's, and that's the thing I always say. I'm like, okay, what am I going to remember more in the long term? Is it the money that I spent on the tattoo or is it what it looks like? Yeah. <laughs> and right. I will probably forget what it looks like. But I am still really excited. to. I know I'm going to be with you when we're like 80 years old. But I'm looking forward to being married <laughs> to an 80-year-old woman with a lobster on her you arm. You betcha. So. And that's the funny thing that you, that, that you hear a lot about. It's molting. About, anyway. about people who, who get tattoos. Because you, know, you hear the people the, the people that have issues with tattoos. Right. They're like, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, like when you're 80, like... You're gonna be in like the home with all these tattoos, like you know, what I, it's just like you're gonna be in good company. You're not gonna, <laughs> and I'm like, you realize like our generation is gonna be full yeah, right. of like tattooed elderly people, tattooed yeah. we'll have yeah. people. To talk about right, exactly, exactly, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, well, and it made me think too, like, what? So when I got my very first tattoo, and and uh, subsequent ones after that, like my my family being a, a tiny bit more overall, I would say overall on the, on the conservative side of things had questions like when I got it or when I got my ears pierced when I was 19 or I made some of these decisions about what I wanted to do when I had the authority over myself to be able to do it. And it wasn't like anyone was directly like, that's wrong. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. But 
they questioned it. It wasn't for them, but I was so confident. I'm like, I'm going to go do it anyway. And I, I'm really glad that I did because I was defining who I was as a person. And so right. I kind of have this question for you guys, like whether it be tattoos or something else, have you ever made a decision in your life that you don't feel like you were 100% backed on by mm-hmm. your family? Mm-hmm. You went for it anyway. And well, like, like what was the result of that? Like, like, how did it go for you? Do you think it was good that you did that? Do you think you should have taken the advice? Like, can you guys, and that's kind of an on the spot sort of thing, but I am curious if anybody has an answer to that. I have one. Yeah. Okay. Um, don't everybody jump at once. It was, it was more at the time at the moment. Um, and I don't think I ever, I don't, I don't know if I ever was really actually condemned for it, but I, I think I, I mentioned this on another podcast, but I didn't go, I almost went to Bible college. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, like I put in an application, I auditioned for like their music group and all this kind of stuff. Like I was planning to go to school to be a worship leader. <laughs> go figure. And because that's what you do now, but uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. You saved so much money. I saved so <laughs> much money. <laughs> yeah. Although it would have been nice to have a little bit more like knowledge under right. my belt. But um but I didn't end up going because I had a boyfriend mm-hmm. that I kind of wanted to stay home for. And I didn't want to go to the school because my entire family went to the school and like everybody went there. And I was like, "Ah, I don't want to go just because my family goes to the school. Like that's the wrong reason to pick Mm -hmm. this school. And and so I just, I just kind of felt like about it. And I, I, I ended up going to beauty school anyway and instead later on. No, you ended up working at a deli. Well, yeah, I worked at a deli for a year after that, but then I met Mikey and we got married and I went to beauty school. But Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember, uh, like, I remember that people being kind of like, "Really? Like, you're you're not gonna? Yeah, you're okay. Not you're gonna not take gonna the same that. route everyone else in your family did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But thankfully, I don't I don't remember ever feeling like condemned about it. I'm not really sure if you know I, it yeah. was a negative thing. But I, I I just I do wonder. I look back and I wonder like, were they were they kind of like bummed about that or do you were think they what, like okay? Do you, know? you, do you look back? I didn't think it was it was f- overall a, a good choice for you. Did you make the right choice, do you think? You know, I think I did. I mean, it's, it's hard to assess. You don't know been, what would have happened yeah, had you made the other yeah. choice. But I, I, I wish I hadn't made that decision, the reasons I made it, but mm-hmm. or at least the boyfriend part of the reason. But I'm really glad that my life turned took a different turn because I wouldn't have I wouldn't have married True. you. Yeah. So I think it worked out. Mm. <laughs> I think, I think it worked moments. out. Yeah. Uh, Can we get an all sound effect? No. We'll just create no, one. Just, yeah, I just there want to really <laughs> like an actual so that's sound awesome. effect. Um, if <laughs> there's like a button. If we're working our way just around the table, Josh, did you have an example you could share? Or do you want to go to Jamie first? Go to Jamie first. Okay. okay. I want to hear Jamie's um, voice. I mean, I uh, I jumped in a van when I was 17 with like six other dudes and like, you know, went on tour to rock shows and stuff. Right. Thinking, I remember that. Yeah, thinking I was going to be like a tour photographer and, and junk and like... Uh, it was, Ill, you know, uh, to my parents, that was ill-advised, um, and I don't blame them. Um, but, you know, and I look I look back on it, and I'm like, would I have told my kids, like, no, you probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, probably. I mean, <laughs> yeah. honestly. Um, but nothing, I wouldn't say anything bad came of it. I don't think that I was ready for college at that time right. in my mm-hmm. life. Um, I barely, you know, made it through high school, let alone, like, would have made it through college. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I... It, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know who I wanted to be. Right. And so it was the best chance for me to kind of, I, I, uh, I learned, <laughs> I learned what life outside of college was before my friends did. Uh, you know, I worked hard. I worked full time, like right. as a 17, 18 year old. And like, um, it caused me to have to grow up pretty right. quickly mm. too. Um, you know, my friends were like, 
at parties and stuff and you would think like hanging out with bands and stuff like oh you're you know probably like drinking all the time and partying all the time no not yeah. really i mean just sleeping on really uncomfortable yeah, couches yeah like you're uncomfortable <laughs> you're stinky right. you're tired you're stressed out you're yelling at each other um so yeah i mean it it was tough yeah. but i learned so much from that experience i was going to say would you trade it no yeah. no honestly i think it was what i was supposed to do um you it's know, fun to hear your stories about it too. Yeah, and I mean, in the moment, <laughs> in the moment, yeah. I would say, the moment it ended, was the the moment I thought, did I just mess up? Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. I'm like, do I have anything to show for the That's last couple of years of my now life? Now have to backpedal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like I'm like, okay, everyone that I knew is now graduating college. You know, what do I have to show for the last oh, four college. years of my life? <laughs> we can do a whole podcast. Yeah, about college. <laughs> exactly. Except for Maggie. Except for me. <laughs> Yeah. So maybe no. I'll be the one to ask ask the questions. Yeah. No. So I had you know I growing up I was not sheltered. I'm not going to say sheltered, but I was a pretty good kid. Mm-hmm. I didn't get into trouble. I didn't you know do anything. So it really did it. It exposed me to kind of like hijinks mm-hmm. of you know the teenage years slash early twenties of you know that that kind of realm, um, which is good. Uh, and I have some good stories from it right. um, yeah. and good memories. But yeah, I cool. you know yeah my parents would not have preferred that I do that. They wanted me to either go to college or my dad's dream would be that I get a cubicle job, you know, a nine yeah. to five that I, you know, don't love. Which but is not your is reliable. reliable. Yeah. yeah. He, he constantly, he st- still to this day will call me and say like, hey, there's a um, public service job, um, <laughs> a pipe laying position, you know, you pays really good. You should apply for it. I'm like, dad, right. I've had, you know, I have a job. Yeah. <laughs> you could be a bus driver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, and I mean, to me, the money never never meant anything. The, the most fun I had in a job was working for a church making very little money, but surrounded by people that were uplifting, good, and mm-hmm. I was doing things for people that yeah. I thought mattered. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't, yeah. you know, it's just not me. <laughs> and so, right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like it. Yeah. A lot. A lot. Yeah. I think for me... Um, I traveled you know, during those quote-unquote college years. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of missions work traveling. And th- I was 19, I think, when I left, or 20 when I left for the first one, and that was nine months long. Mm-hmm. And I was extremely grateful to say that I had the full you know, full support of my parents. It was the family outside of that were probably like, meh, you're a little yeah. crazy. Yeah. And, yeah. Those, and those opinions matter to a certain extent because, like I said, I did grow up with that side of the family a right. lot. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact, even now coming out to Oregon and pursuing a, a career in ministry, I know I don't have the support of some of my uncles who have out just blatantly said like, that's dumb. Yeah. 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 You're, you're an idiot. Right. <laughs> you're, you're not going to make any money, yeah. but just like you said, mm-hmm. you know, you're doing one, what you love, yeah. but two things that matter. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say right. other jobs don't matter and all that, but yeah. Um, and then on my second, mission trip it was an 11 month mission trip so nearly a year right and i knew this was about to be the hardest year on my mom Mm. of Mm. probably her life in a long time and to have her full support meant so much because Mm. i'm a mama's boy through and through (laughs) same here so i am a mama's boy so i knew for a fact it was gonna be super hard on her but she from day one that i said hey mom i think this is what i'm supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. she was like all right, right, let's do it. Yeah. And same with my dad. My dad was full on board. And again, you know, the, the family outside of that right. was uh, yeah. right. an idiot without right. saying it. But, <laughs> but to have like, that huh, su- support nice. from yeah. the parents and 
you know, have those experiences where you mm-hmm. look back and you're like, yeah, I know for a fact I was supposed to be doing right. that. Yeah. 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 Right. I think that we, if we say m- middle life morals or middle life messages is just that parents should hug their kids. So be more huggy mm-hmm. and uh, support your kids. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, encourage them and push them, push them on and push them forward. So um, I do think this kind of this kind of actually helps into a conversation. Josh, this was your topic. And so I think we I mean, we might do a little bit of retreading here on some of the answers that were already provided. But it was kind of what were those uh, expectations that we had for what we wanted to be and what we wanted yeah. to do with our lives and like then whenever then is versus now. And so then could be, you know, there's like you said, the five fireman, you know, I'm yeah. five years old and I want to be a fireman be or a like, fireman. like what did you seriously want to hold as an occupation, you know, at some point and, and how did that like kind of evolve, I guess is, is, is kind of, was that what you were going for? Yeah. Kind of that, that point. And that's been a, again, a, a season of my life that I've just recently walked through of just re-realizing some dreams I had when I was a kid and be like, why did I let these die? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. what, why did I let, what happened? And so, um, yeah, I think that explains it well. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So, I mean, does anybody, any, any, any based on I feel like that, Josh needs to open that. Should I, should I open your, it yeah. Up? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, so I actually, I was like, you know, we don't have to talk about I want to be a fireman dreams because it, right. I, I yeah. feel like that passes probably by right. most boy's mind at some point but i did legitimately want to be a police officer for the longest time and even when things were going a little rough a couple years ago i was like i could still i could still do that Mm -hmm. so um that was one i had a couple though i've always been the one to jump around to different oh what are you what are you going to pursue oh this and then next week you ask me something and i'm pursuing something else so police officer was one engineer was another and um something in sports i just wanted to do something in sports right um a lot of those I ended up not pursuing because I realized there was a different calling on my life right. for ministry, like I've alluded to. And so I actually pursued as hard as I could for those things and pursued and pursued and pursued. And just the Lord was like, nope, not happening. Right. Mm-hmm. And just one thing, one big event set after another just made it clear that that's not what I was supposed to be doing. Hmm. So that's kind of what happened to that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and then there were smaller dreams like photography. Mm-hmm. where I picked it up probably towards the end of my high school career and was super excited, you know, just had all this, you know, zeal about it. And then I just let it die. Mm-hmm. I, I think I let, after analyzing it just recently, I think I let the, the busyness of college kind of get in the way. And I ended up selling my camera in my first year of college. And then I went five plus years without without picking up a camera or touching mm-hmm. a camera right. mm-hmm. other than my iPhone. Mm-hmm. And um, then just came to this place where I was like, why did I let that die? Right. Mm-hmm. Wh- what happened? Sure. Like, why did I stop pursuing that? And so that's what kind of what sparked this question is, you know, we can so often do the whole, we can dream and we can dream big. And then mm-hmm. we fall into that nine to five trap, if you will. Sure. Yeah. And we give up. And we call it logic or we call it common sense or we call it maturity. But I'm looking back at our dreams and I'm looking back at my dream and I'm like, why did I let it die? Yeah. How did that happen? Did I fall into a societal standard or norm that let it die? Or was it something I just legitimately shouldn't have pursued? And that's okay too. But I think oftentimes the answer is we let society tell us that, nah, that 
you shouldn't do that. Or hmm. maybe, maybe it just wasn't the right time to pursue that thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like maybe there, there are opportunities to, to right. reach those things, do but you, it's do, just do not you, the right time. Do you have to pursue your dream at 16, 17, 18, you know, going right. in transition? And, th- and that's where the society, you know, it's yeah. like, yeah. It's yeah. That you, you're supposed to know when you're, when you're graduated mm-hmm. high school, exactly. where you're going. I remember like, that's ridiculous by the it, way. That's it's the college totally conversation ridiculous. I want to have. It's totally <laughs> yeah. ridiculous because I remember at, w- at our high school, like mm. when we would graduate, you like you were supposed to write down, um, wh- like you know when they announce your name as the you college that you're, you're going suppo- to. Yeah, there's there's they want to have the the college, yeah. and I remember after after turning down that college opportunity that I took, and I didn't even know what I was going to do. I was yeah. honestly like, I have no idea what I want to do. Yeah. And I knew I kind of wanted to maybe try beauty school because I was like, I knew I wanted to be an artist Mm -hmm. in some way, but also make a living out of it. So, and the only thing that made sense was, was the beauty industry. And so I was like, um, um, and I didn't know where I was going to go or anything. I had no idea. So I just wrote beauty college. (laughs) So literally, I'm not even kidding. They announced my name, Maggie. And it was like beauty college or something like <laughs> generic. And everyone's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All these other people are like, U of O, like yeah. OSU. Penn State. Beauty college. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Sad. I, I, think, I think for me, when I can remember seriously wanting to hold an occupation was um, also probably around like junior, senior year in high school, I thought I, I actually legitimately was like I want to be an actor right it was interesting yep. you've heard yeah. like, like you were you know, like big like into that Maggie wanted to be an artist and Josh you wanted to be into sports you know like these big big things right and like I thought I wanted I wanted to be an actor and I, I mean I got I got leads in my school plays and I was in a was in a commercial when I was in high school. I was nice. I was in the background. It was a it was a carpet commercial. Anyway, um, but that's important. Commercials like, that I've been uh, in. Yeah, I like, gotta start like early. A half a like nanosecond. Yeah, I was. Commercial. I was in the background, like <laughs> yeah, like, like a crowd of people. Anyway. I love this carpet. <laughs> it, was, it was like an appearance. That's me. Um, I mean, when the commercial starts out with a glass of grape juice falling on carpet, you know. Oh it's, no. High expectations. Anyway, was it an OxyClean commercial? No, it was oh. just a local carpet, local carpet commercial. <laughs> anyway, but but uh, it was uncredited role too, so my uh, IMDb page is not really <laughs> elaborate. <laughs> um, but uh, but I thought, man, I really want to be an actor. I can do this, and I do remember for me that changed right when I got out of high school because my high school um, the teacher that directed plays and stuff in my high school she was very conservative and so she picked conservative stuff to do when i got out of high school i'm like you can't do the high school stuff anymore so i went to a local theater and that's when like i had to like question like my morals what do i value because the first play i tried out for was like there was stuff in it that i didn't agree with and so i had to go okay well do i you know how am i gonna how how would i make a living out of this on top of it being astronomical and having a shot at really making it big in movies but like Uh you know uh you know cussing or certain certain um morals or the lifestyle that just accompanies i'm like yeah Okay, I can't do that, right? And then I went from that thinking I was going to be an elementary school teacher. And so I went to college for three years to do that. He was in college when we met. Yeah, and then I stopped going to school, and that's when I got a church job. And and I'm like, okay, I didn't want to work with kids. Now I know I don't want to do that. I worked in a church. um, And through that experience, I was like, okay, maybe that's what I want to do with the rest of my life. As a youth pastor. Yeah, as a youth pastor. I didn't want to work with kids, and then I went as a youth pastor. (laughs) Uh, for a few years and then or a couple of years and then I stopped doing that and then that when I got out of that is when I went to the nine to five thing 
And um, I think it's really interesting that that you bring that up, Josh, as far as pursuing your dreams, because I am in the spot right now where it's like, I mean, my I have a very good job and I work for a very good company. And it's a nine to five and it's not something I ever thought that I would do. And it's not something I think I, I don't get up in the morning for it, but I go and I do it and and I provide for for my family through that, which le- led me to the question like. I mean, should you always follow your dreams? Is that always healthy? If I decided to drop my job to go and pursue my dreams, I want to I want to make those little short video clips that they play right at the end of like a sports game before they go to commercial break that shows like the guy catching the highlight, it with the, music, yes. the highlight reel. Like I would love Slow to do that. Highlight. He's right? good at that kind of stuff too. But like but you know, should I follow that that dream? Is is that a healthy thing to do? I'm not saying you should let them die either. And maybe there's just a different yeah. way to manage your dreams within that, but that's kind of I think that's where I'm at. I think in my part life. of it too though is that we started a family really early. Right. And so there's that like that mm-hmm. extra like layer that you have to focus on. Like True. I'm not just mm-hmm. k- taking care of myself. I have like a wife and then, yeah. you know, soon after that we had kids. So it was, it was, yeah. it was kind of like you had to decide what was best for the family and not just yourself. And some good point. advice I got once was, was pursue your dreams. And if you can't attain them now, take what you can get. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's not to say that the whole n- nine to five is don't rebel against it just for right. the sake of rebelling against it. I, yeah, I'm going to yeah. go in tomorrow yeah. and quit. Be yeah. like, Josh, who's 10 I'm years younger than me, dreams. gave me some devi- or advice. And I, I'm yeah, not I'm working quitting. for the man anymore. <laughs> right? Yeah. And anyway. it's, it's not like anti-disestablishmentarianism. <laughs> 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 we can pull out some vocab. Right. But it's um, certainly not giving up on them just because you're already preoccupied with something else, right. if that makes yeah. sense. You know, you can still pursue them, you know, and you might have to find unique ways to pursue them. Right. You might have to find different ways than what people who normally go into that industry do. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, this idea that I've been learning of don't give up just because right. it didn't go according to, p- to plan. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, and like I think, you know, <sighs> I, it's easy to talk yourself out of things with security. Oh yeah. Being a thing. Right. Like what's interesting oh was yeah. like today in church, we we're talking about security. Um, but like I, you know, something that, like in your position, you could do. You could get raw footage online of sports stuff. You could edit it together in your free time, like right. when you're home. You could, you know, educate yourself on on the new software and things right. like that, and then submit those things to the places that they belong, and do it in a smart way where it's like you're not giving up your security blanket, True. but you're opening up doors that can lead to the thing that you're really passionate about. Right. Yeah. You know, and that's, I mean, that's where I'm. I'm not doing my job i'm not doing what i what i love right i like it and i've gone back to it a couple times when i try to do other things right but i'm not i'm not passionate about it you know i i really want to do something with the church with like community outreach and something like that but like you know i work with kids and like i work with troubled youth and that is something that like generally relates to like what i want to do it's bringing me out of my comfort zone and causing me to have those social interactions and like so, you know, you leave yourself open to those right. those possibilities. True. So No, for I sure. And I definitely haven't shut them off. It's just yeah, yeah I think um I think th- and I think kinda with the point that I'm that I'm hearing, at least around the table, is like is like sometimes maybe you're in a spot where now is the time to pursue yeah. your dreams, but you also need to be we're talking about maturity, like mature mm-hmm. enough to mm-hmm. know yeah. that that well, and I hear what you're saying loud and clear, Josh. It's like don't give up on your dreams and then I think Maggie added a valuable like piece to it which is like maybe maybe it isn't right now but yeah. i've also got a good piece of advice in the past that was like you can have your job just make sure that you have a, a hobby to to yeah. supplement into that 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 Something grows that and love. that builds yeah. that that passion as so well life isn't going in the motions right mm-hmm. you never wa- i never want my life to be just in in the motions yeah. right yeah. and i loved what you said maggie of 
you know, it's just not the right time. And that's mm-hmm. true for me in, in some of my dreams. There's dreams right. that I have that I know just maturity wise, like I need life experience mm-hmm. to, to be able to accomplish some of these dreams. So they might not happen until I'm 50 or 60 years old, right. mm-hmm. but I'm not going to let them die in the meantime. I'm going to keep reminding yeah. myself yeah. of them and, and hopefully um, I will not let what happens right in front of me stop me from what I see what I want in the future. Yeah. Right. Well, and I mean, I just, I just had this conversation with my wife today where I said, I feel like I'm going through the motions. I am, I'm tired of waking up in the morning, going to work, coming home, you know, like mm-hmm. chilling and watching Netflix, waking up in the morning, going, you know, I'm stuck in that routine. Right. I'm, I'm losing it. I'm starting to burn out. I'm starting to routine burnout and I need more. I need something mm-hmm. that I'm passionate about. Um, you know, I've, I reached out to like Jason and said like, can I help with like an event that's coming up, you know, at the church, just like volunteer, like get out of my zone. Um, I'm lucky enough to have summers off so I can kind of like test pursue things. (laughs) Right. Um, and I think, and I think that that's like, that's a God given that's God gave me that opportunity to have this position that I have where I can do things, you know, I can, I can have those moments to try to make things work. Um, so yeah, I mean, total burnout happens when you don't have that passion in your life, yeah. that thing that you you can own, and you're right. like, I I love this, and the, and I'm working on this. True. So yeah. You don't want to end up being one of those people, like when you're in your 60s yeah. and you look back on your life and you're like, what happened? Right. Like yeah. I've done nothing but yeah. work that's my, my whole life. That's my dad. And wha- I mean that that is mm-hmm. my dad. My dad from from 14. Until now, oh well, until a couple of years ago when he retired, worked whatever job came to him. Worked in a gas station, owned a gas station, worked at uh, printing forever for fifty yeah. years. He was in the print industry. Um, he retired when I was like in elementary school for one year. Still picked up a job at a plaid pantry, yeah. um, you know, because he just worked. That is his life. That's what he knew. But I look at him and kind of he's sad. You know, yeah. he doesn't have anything to show for his life. Like, he worked hard and he provided for a family, which is awesome and admirable. Mm-hmm. He gave up a lot to do that. But did he ever follow his passion or his, you know, sure. what, right. he, yeah. what he yeah. loved? Mm-hmm. And, no. one, uh, and it's funny. One of my favorite quotes, and will soon be a, a tattoo idea, um, <laughs> is from H. Jackson Brown. He says, 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than by the things you did. Mm-hmm. So throw off the bowline, sail away from the safe harbor, catch the trade winds in your sails, explore, dream, discover. Yeah. And that's exactly that mindset of, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to look back when I'm 60 or 70 and 80 and say, man, did I even give it a shot? Yeah. Like I can, I can give it a shot and fail and be okay. Yeah. yeah. Like I can look right. back and say, I tried. Yeah. I did something. Mm-hmm. But True. if I just didn't give it a shot, then I, I didn't even make room to fail. Yeah. I didn't make room to fail or succeed. Right. Yeah. So I definitely, that's kind of, I mean, it's, I literally just pulled it up in my phone I because I that. keep it in my phone at all times. So I, when I come across it, it just reminds me. But mm-hmm. Jamie, you said something that um, kind of stuck out to me. You said, that your job right now is a blessing for mm-hmm. you. And I think that's so important. Like in the pursuit of your dreams, don't lose sight of the blessings that are right in front of you. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, yeah. Don't, don't just run over everything mm-hmm. when right in front of you are some, some serious yeah. blessings. Yeah. True that. So true that. True that. Amen. We're going deep. <laughs> We're <Yeah>. going deep. <laughs> Love it. Love it. So, 
Uh, guys, we've had some great conversation. We are going to probably have to get towards the wrapping up phase here, but uh, we do want to keep, uh, at least so far, we've been able to, for the most part, keep a segment alive. That Mike I like is a designated buzzkill of the yeah. podcast. Back in my day, I know, I'm sorry, we pay by the minute. Um, anyway, <laughs> we literally uh, do. We, we actually do. Ba- uh, back in my day segment, <laughs> where um, where you know we usually try something out from the past, from our childhoods, and you know we had last time had Jason bring something from his childhood. Maggie really loved that, so she's like, "We should have all the guests do that." So I yeah. forced that on you, yes. Josh. So we Josh is so all of you can bring us goodies. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so Josh is providing something from his childhood. We have no idea what it is. Yeah. His childhood, which is probably from my secret. early twenties. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. it's okay. But, uh, no, that's right. So, Josh, uh, if if you want to take a second and uh, whip it out, yeah. that would be great. So, I will preface all of this by saying I had some stipulations from Mike that I couldn't have consumed this in the past five years. Yes. And that was hard because what is that? I still partake of things. What on earth is that? Whatever it is, it has 75% less sugar than <laughs> yeah. I had the first time yeah. I had it. <laughs> it definitely has less sugar. I've already opened it and tried. These are the little huggable, uh, the, hu- oh. the hug juices that come oh. in oh. barrels. Oh, fruit barrels. Yeah. Little hug fruit so, barrels. Yeah. Wait, do they actually have flavors or are they just color coded? Like, so, like oh, you can and get their green room temperature. <laughs> Does green taste like lime and blue tastes like it's kiwi. wild raspberry? Green is kiwi. Oh, you can have this one. Blue is blue raspberry. Red is fruit punch and purple is grape. Can I almost I said grape is grape. Can I have a blue and raspberry? And of course, purple yes, never tastes may. like grape. I'm going to actually go fruit punch. Fruit punch? Yeah. I'm going to go. I mean, there's 20 to choose from. Yeah. Maggie's go, favorite color green. is green. You can have all of them if you want. Okay. okay. So basically, we got to pop the top. These are little foil top things. Should oh I gosh. do my. But wait, there's more now. Oh, can, or we, later? can we get us like. Well, here, hold on. Oh, you need to take a picture of it. Yes. First. Okay. These look like a grenade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a. It was it was seriously hard to find cut. something that I haven't consumed in the past five plus years that was also from my childhood. Right. I really appreciate that you bought it in bulk. Well, yeah. <laughs> the thing about you these big is that they don't come any smaller than this. <laughs> oh, and this was like two fifty. <laughs> the entry level pack. <laughs> this was like two dollars and fifty cents for, for that big box for 20, 20 drinks. Now you know the quality. Oh yeah, yeah. Super. Considering nutritious. this box is legitly a fifty cent like. <laughs> this is pretty awesome. Super nutritious. All right. Wait, so b- there's a butt weight. There's more. I want it all at once. You I, want it all, I want all, all okay. at once. Okay. I don't know if I've not consumed these in the past That's five okay. years. That's <laughs> okay. I want to know what your favorites <laughs> <But> were. <gasps> I have Gushers. Gushers. Oh my God. I yes. loved Gushers as a kid. Oh, these are mouth mixers. I didn't even I don't fruits, know what they are. So fruit What's snacks a mouth juice mixer? in the middle. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my so goodness. So we have Gushers. Pass Dude. those around. All right. Let's get them distributed here. And then I have... Open. I made a mistake. Roll-ups. Roll up. Dude, you went all out. Oh, man. Did you I was drink already, Jamie? crazy no, in Walmart. I, didn't. I made a mistake of smelling my hug. Oh, no. My hug <laughs> thing. Don't smell it. And uh, it was a mistake. Um, That's their, actually their time. How do we want to go with this? You guys just want to each this. do just like, just like Can a gusher? Can I have gusher? an gusher? What color do you want, buddy? I have a blue, red, red or... Red. I mean, I mean you, there's ten packs. You finagle all of them. I've basically oh touched them all. Okay. I'm get my own gusher. So, but wait. Oh, there's more. There's Wait, more. There's more. Dude, we're like gonna have like a full meal. <laughs> it's all <right> sugar, <laughs> fruit by the foot. Oh yeah, my goodness! They didn't okay. care about sugar when we were kids. I remember when fruit by the foot came out. Like if, I remember when it yeah? like started. If, if my oh, sons man. were awake right now, <laughs> they oh, would be like, gosh. "Oh my god!" Can we put a makeshift Christmas tree and leave these oh, under this? Oh, dude, you don't want to take them all home and consume I them all yourself? So good. There's a reason I haven't had them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Here, okay. There, there's a foot of it. I'll Here, just take Jamie, like you four tear inches. Off, <laughs> like some of that there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're having like a little right. mini kid buffet. Are these the ones that you you put on your tongue? Yeah, those are the tattoos. Here. 
Okay, we're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna share this around because I will not be able to consume a whole one of these yeah, myself right now. Get so me a taco. I did get the smallest so portions of am, all of these. I am going with fruit by the foot first, I think, because it uh, basically looks like sugar ye- sugar leather. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that sugar for you. Leather. And this is a little bit. Of, oh, Maggie's already like oh, I'm sorry. diving in. <laughs> okay, I'm going. I'm going for some fruit by the foot. It now. just felt right to oh, put I it immediately. I don't get any. Oh, fruit roll up. I mean, not is it fruit by the foot? Fruit? Yes, it's fruit by the foot. There you go. So wait, are you know what I would do? Foot right now? Yeah. Yes. When I was a kid with fruit by the this foot, is good. I would take it all and wad it up yep. into a big sticky and ball and it. just start. Yeah. Yep. Ooh. All right. So, so in between, in between, I'm gonna take a sip of my uh, my little hug. Little hug fruit juice. Yep. Okay. Trying not to chew in the microphone. Um. Oh, it's all right. People need yeah, the full experience. It's very sticky. Mm. Mm. I don't. I maybe this maybe this little hug would be better cold. Um. No, oh, I haven't even tried I don't think yet. they Let's get much see. better, to yeah, be mine. honest. Mine smells like hair shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, is this the... Um, they were two fifty for went, 20 bottles. I want fruit roll-up next. Okay, the fruit roll-up still tastes the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the way I remember them. I, mm. do, I did notice... So I had one of these when I bought them and brought them home this evening. And the hugs, I can definitely taste the 75% less sugar from mm. when I was a kid. Okay. Because I do remember them oh, just being... They left that big of an impact. Uber on sweet. Hmm. I didn't have a lot. Anybody of them. wants this? I actually realized I already ate. So. Mm. <laughs> I'll Man, save it for later. It take a while to chew. What are you well, eating they now? Are chewy. I went. I went gusher. I just okay. opened one after you said that. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness. So, about what age no, wait, were you when these? you when you <laughs> ate these things? Well, these have been around and for a while. What year would that have been? Uh, what years? Um, 2017. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday. No, um, I'm not a fan. I would sugar. say. I was probably eight years old, six, you know, six to eight years old, elementary years, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which would have been um, 2003. Dude. <laughs> I graduated in 2002. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Um, I was in third grade in 2003. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. So All I'm right. I can barely talk with this stuff in my mouth. It's so sticky. Yeah, I don't know. Here, you brought us gifts. Here's a gift for you, Josh. I'm oh, man. across the table. Oh, gift time. Give me your phone. Hmm? My phone died. Oh, I need yours now. All right. Do I have to open it while you? Yeah. Okay. I don't want to knock over. And you have to hug. react accordingly. Yes. Yeah, that's what it is already. Yes. It's a middle life podcast. Yeah. Mug. Thank you for taking our pictures. Oh my goodness. You're one Very of us much. now, Josh. Mm-hmm. Yes. One of How's it us. Feel? One of Woo! us. Should I pour my hug in here, or would that just be disgraceful? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say it's gonna be disgraceful. <laughs> I'm gonna get. A, yep. There we go. And yep. I actually think out of all the things that that uh, that we just had, I think the fruit roll up was my favorite. I think I, I don't know. These gushers are pretty great. Yeah, I'm gonna say fruit roll. Oh, gusher, gusher, yet. gusher, not a fan of it. Um, it it did things and I didn't like it, and um, <laughs> it burns a little bit. It what? I, I feel like the juice inside is so like it's acidic. Acidic that's like is it radioactive. The oh, dangle in the, the back of my throat like burns. <laughs> if I if I were to clench my because I've touched so many of these like sticky sugary things, if I were to turn my my hand into a fist, I don't know if it would come apart. Yeah, <laughs> it's that sticky. It is ooh, pretty sticky. Ooh, thanks, thanks for sharing your childhood with us though, Josh. Yeah, yeah, and, dude. And the last like hour of your time also has been really appreciated. So it was my pleasure. this was fun, Josh. All right, Josh. What I want you to do here because we are gonna have to exit. Is just to can you give us? I'll give you like five seconds to think of like a good southern goodbye for everybody, and then just lay it on this us. Be simple. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just lay it. Three, on. two, one. Bye now, y'all. You take care. You hear? <laughs> perfect. I love it. All what right, a Peach. We're gonna hear <laughs> a Peach. We're gonna go ahead and exit with that. Thanks again, buddy, for joining us, and hopefully we'll have you back on again some other time. All right, later. Love you guys.